everybody, and welcome to episode three of Shaking the Damn Table. Yes. I'm your host, David, and I'm joined with my lovely co-host, Amina, and Memory. <laughs> and we are we are in the presence of someone who's been on the show before, Miss yes. um, Veronica. Yes, welcome back. So, um, with, with how it, today's episode is going to go, like, tell us a little bit about um, your um, your schooling and the work you do. And... Uh, so, I am in graduate school at Alabama A&M University. Um, I graduated with my bachelor's at UAB. Um, right now, I work for a company called Tech Birmingham. It's a tech association here in Alabama. And um, part-time, I work with kids tutoring them in math. Dope, dope. That's good. That's good. Definitely giving back to the community. So um, today's episode is on a topic we all know and most know little about financial literacy, which is very impactful in the black community. Mm -hmm. And we definitely, yes, (laughs) and we definitely need to be educated on more and it it affects so much, but um, we're definitely going to touch into that and how to improve it and the importance of it. But I know a lot of things going on this month and we're trying to get involved, get back to the culture. So memory what's the move okay so i have a few moves for us this um this week so actually today something fun um february 10th jacob banks um with jacob in commons is performing at saturn um it's today today the show starts at 8 p.m and advanced tickets are only 18 bucks which isn't which isn't too bad um in case y'all don't know a lot about jacob banks i looked up a few facts about him he's really great artist he's 25 year old 25 years old he's a self-taught musician he's born in nigeria all right he's based in england and he released his first ep in 2013 um it was entitled the monologue and he just has this really deep soulful voice and it's, it's just, so rich like it's I, so good. I, I'll, I'll be completely honest i played it for my mom we were driving somewhere she's usually very particular about the music i play in my car i mm-hmm. usually make sure i play like Positive music, in the car, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I played Jacob Banks. She was like, "Who is this? This yes. voice is so rich." I was like, yes. "Okay, mom." Yeah. And Joe, you know what Shout out Jacob Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah. And then, I, and I gotta be honest, you, uh, you know, Amina put me onto mm-hmm. that album. So yeah, yeah was, that was good. He's really good. good. Definitely. Um. So and then also the Birmingham Public Library. Well, they're just doing a whole bunch of stuff this month yeah. for Black History Month, like a whole bunch of events. But one thing they're going to be doing is um, collaborating with an organization called SCORE, and they're going to host an event called Aspiring Entrepreneurs. So it's all about being an entrepreneur. It's free and open to anyone who would like to go. It's um, going to be held at the library on Tuesday, February 12th, this week too, another another um, event this week from 12 to 1. Like I said, it's free. You need to register um, before you go, but if you're looking to open up your own business and start your own thing, most definitely go. It should be really That's good. That's dope. Really so good. Definitely, definitely some good moves to check out in the yeah. city for this month. Um, and with that being said, we are going to go into our featured Black Business of the Week. Yes, yes so I have the Black Business of the Week, and also I'm Oprah this week, so I'm giving out <laughs> gifts. <laughs> you get a car. You get a car. <laughs> if only. So the Black Business of the Week is Heavenly Aromas. Ooh. Heavenly Aromas okay. are handmade soy candles that burn slow. Oh, I just broke the bag. It's okay. They burn slow and smell heavenly. So they have small candles, which this is a small candle mm-hmm. size, and they're $4. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And we're going to light them. So you tell me what they smell oh, like. Yeah. This one is Caribbean. Okay, okay. And I this one's for Veronica. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to light your candle. Yeah. I love it. She's I from the island, it. so that's perfect. Right, right. This one is a large one, actually. And this is one that um, she makes for her Valentine's Day special, which the special ends today on the 10th. So, you know, it'll be done by the time the video airs. But this one is pink mimosa and strawberry, and it smells really good. Mm -hmm. This one's really good. Okay. Also, I also like the candle holders she has are really cute. Yeah, they look really cool. Awesome. This one is vanilla, which is for you, memory. Uh, <laughs> I'll get that look. Yes. Okay. And the last one, this one was so The last one. <laughs> she took the blue one. She took the blue candle. <laughs> Well, good. I just really wanted to get like pink mimosa. That's not oh, good. Yeah. So. This one is eucalyptus. I like this uh, candle holder the best. Yeah. Though. This okay. one's for David. Yeah, I like that one too. Ooh, that smells yeah. good. I'll tell you that definitely, that's good for old people. So, I'm like, <laughs> I love I just calling stuff old. Yeah, so, we're good. Yeah, yeah I definitely need eucalyptus. That's something that's so good. So, we're about to have everything smell. It really smells good in here already. It does. <laughs> we got, okay, we got, yeah, we got all the scents going. But yeah, so the small candles are $4. Then she has a medium size also that's $8. And then the large, which is this one, is $12. And she delivers them, y'all. Yeah. So y'all don't have to go anywhere. She delivers mm. on Fridays and Saturdays. Y'all should hit her up. I'm going to put all her info up. Her um, Facebook page, which is Heavenly Aromas. And her uh, Instagram is Heavenly Aromas 1. I'm sure somebody, she couldn't get the... Just Heavenly yeah. Aromas on there. You yeah. know how Instagram is. But mm. <laughs> y'all should yeah. definitely check her out. And that's our black business yeah. of the week. Definitely dope. Definitely, definitely got another great yeah. business to check out this month, um, this week, today. Flood their page, support <laughs> right them most now. definitely. But now we're going to get into the trivia yeah. of the week. You know, ready? your boy went three for three last time. I'm the reigning champion, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got my trophy. So, will I, will I keep the trophy this week or I'll have to pass it off to one of my contestants. We'll find out. And there's one right there okay. too. Cool, cool. You can get some cards. Yep, yep. Get you a just need three cards. Okay. No okay. Okay. I don't think like that. I cards. Like real cards. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm being so hospital. I'm like, All right. make sure you're good. Y'all ready? Let's go. Shaking the damn table, Black History Month trivia. Let's get it. Question one. So because it is award season, I wanted to add a couple of awards questions in here okay. for you guys. All right. So the first question that we have is, who was the first African American to win an Oscar? Hmm. Was it A, Sidney Poitier? Was it B, Denzel Washington, my husband? <laughs> was it C, Patty <laughs> McDaniel? Or was it D, Halle Berry? <laughs> I just drew this so ugly. Oh. I'm glad I actually know this. <laughs> Can you run through the toys one more time, real quick? <laughs> A was Sydney Portier, B is Denzel Washington, C is Hattie McDaniel, and D is Halle Berry. All right, okay. I'm confident. I'm ready. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Told y'all I'm African. All right. Are y'all ready? <laughs> yes. Flip your answers over. Oh. oh Veronica was correct. Oh. So, Sydney 
1963 for Lilies of the Field okay. for Best uh, Actor, I'm like, Leading Actor. Denzel we Washington so, won yeah. for Supporting in 1989 for Glory with the Infamous Tear and Best okay. Leading Actor for 2001 for Training Day. Mm-hmm. Hattie McDaniel won in 1939 for Gone with the Wind, though yep. they banned her from coming. Mm-hmm. And then Halle Berry won 2001 Monsters Ball, so 2001 mm-hmm. was really lit. Okay. Training day was a great I'm glad movie. I Train remember that one. Yeah. They okay. made us that watch Gone with the Wind. Right. Multiple times. Gone yeah. with the Wind. <laughs> and it's actually coming back <laughs> to the <laughs> Yes! That's all I think about. Gone with the Wind. Fabulous. Come on, give me more black history. <laughs> all right, so the next question. Are y'all ready? Yes. yes. Let's get it. Who died one day before Dr. Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech? Was it A, Marcus Garvey? Was it B, Malcolm X? Was it C, George Washington Carver, or was it D, W.E.B. Du Bois? Say them one more time. Yeah, because I, I know. <laughs> I mean, I know, but just All say right. them again. Yeah. A, Marcus Garvey. B, Malcolm X. C, George Washington Carver. Or D, W.E.B. Du Everybody's so stumped. <laughs> Just <laughs> Are y'all studying y'all black history? <laughs> right? Are you studying? Are you keeping up? The more you know. Look. <laughs> Got my answer. I'm freestyling. Right no, I had just looked up some stuff because, yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. So y'all ready? Yeah. I'm pretty confident. Again, Did everybody write know. something? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Flip it over. And the Aunt Veronica again was She came in, she shaking the table. She came in. She said upset it? alert. Oh my god. Oh man. W. E. B. Du Bois died August okay. 27th, 1963. He was 95 years old in Accra, Ghana, while okay. working on an encyclopedia Ghana. of the African diaspora. Really, David? Now, now we know. The more you know. The more you know. <coughs> Y'all ready for the last Will one? Will Veronica yes. finish us yes. off? Right. <laughs> it's going to be 0 for 3. Okay. So, since today is Grammy Day, woo-woo, yeah. I have Great. a Grammy question. Though, this answer may change. This is based off of 2018 report. Let me just get that out there first. So, put that out there because <laughs> it might change tonight. Okay. Who is the most Grammy-nominated individual of all time? Is it A, Quincy Jones? Is it B, Jay-Z? Is it C, Kanye West? Or is it D, Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter? I'm, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot. The I answer cannot we shall wait for. <laughs> oh, I know this. Like, I know this. I'm ready. She's confident. But I've been confident every single time. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that means nothing. <laughs> I got a lot of faith it in myself. It all depends on Veronica. <laughs> Veronica about to say I definitely don't know this at all. I am I'm Man, I'm I didn't know this. I'm more confident on this one than others. I mean, I, well, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know the numbers when I looked it up. They were interesting. Okay. Cool. Let's get it. Okay. I guess. Because I really don't. And are you ready to flip? Mm-hmm. Show me the so. answers. It's got to be Quincy. Yes, it's got to be Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones had 79 nominations.
nominations yeah. and he received 27 Grammys. Jay-Z is tied with two others, Stevie Wonder and George Solti with 74 nominations. Kanye West has 68 nominations mm-hmm. and Beyonce Giselle Noel Carter has 63 nominations. Okay. I, was close. I just went with Beyonce Navy, no. bro. Y'all, <laughs> y'all gotta watch my documentary. Man, Quincy Jones been doing Basically, like, watch his documentary on Netflix. I do have to watch that, though. It's so good, y'all. Like, I was so inspired. I'm like, man, I gotta make some music. I gotta come (laughs) and do something. Shout out to him. He on Bill Russell. He is really amazing. But that is our Black History Trivia. I went 0 for 3, but... (laughs) Veronica! Veronica gets the trophy this week. Good job. Study up. Study up. That's a test. That is a, a test. All that means, all that, all y'all oh, should get from that is study up. <laughs> but um, okay, we're gonna jump right into the topic. Like I stated earlier, um, financial literacy. Um, so when we talk about just the black community and just like life in general, like you know, financial sti- financial stability is like the goal. That's what we all strive for. You know, what I'm saying like when I, you know, when I'm going through life and I'm like working and grinding and stuff, like I'm like. One day, I'm trying to not have... I don't want to be have to have to do this. You know what I'm saying? No one wants to do a 9 to 5 forever. You know what I'm saying? Whoever even designed a 40-hour week, it's just... It's <laughs> trash. With two breaks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. two, two days break. Like, that's, that's just... not okay. That's not... That, yeah, that's, what, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's not ideal. And I'm, that's what we all strive for. Like, so, you know, growing up in different financial, like, backgrounds, like... Um, how was um, y'all's how was y'all's experience like financially growing up like because you because you know how what we strive for financially is usually what usually the example yeah. we followed so like, you're, you know what I'm saying like your parents how was the dynamic like financially you know in y'all's households I mean I feel like just in a way you know parents try to protect you from mm-hmm. yes. really having to deal with the stuff that mm-hmm. you gonna have to deal with when you get older and in that sense it can kind of enable you or it can kind of like limit you from really being able to start early and do the stuff that you need to for your future to secure Mm -hmm. because you know it gets rough after high school after college depending on whatever your like career path is so i think for that sense it was like saving was so easy for me then it was like oh yeah i got all the money in the world Mm -hmm. i could save i could save but like then it was just like well, then I just want to spend it on something because, like, I don't have any responsibilities. Like, spending mm-hmm. is just to spend on something. Yeah. And when you get older, you realize, dang, you got to pay for a lot of stuff. Like, everything costs mm-hmm. something. Everything. Like, yes. and this shit ain't cheap. <laughs> Your money's always going somewhere. Right. Yes. So, it's just kind of like, you don't really expect that. And when you have that, like, put upon you suddenly all at once it just kind of shocks you and you may not make the best decisions because then you still gonna have that sense of like i want to do what i want to do like there has to be a balance especially when you're in school and stuff like that because i'd be like man i want to go eat somewhere fancy Uh i'm a freshman like Mm -hmm. i'm at college now like like, (laughs) i should have been saving better go to wow bro well it wasn't wow yet but you know yeah But yeah, I think that just kind of like in that aspect has kind of been like a culture shock in a way. Mm-hmm. It's just really being from childhood to adulthood. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think I kind of had the same thing. Like, 
you know, I'd get money in high school and, you know, that'd be my little money, you know, so this is what I got to spend, you know, so I would usually spend it. But then I got to college and my um, my parents just kind of, they wouldn't pay for everything. Listen, I'd be like, you listen, know, well, I want to do this. I, and they'd be like, you pay for it. And I'd be like, okay. Um, but it really, I kind of had the same, like, ch- changing thoughts of money. Like, at one point, money was just something that, you know, you'd go to Route 21 and get a t-shirt, like, just right. cause, like, cause you got 10 bucks, like, right. you know, and you'd go there and buy, buy, buy this, that, and the other, and then I just know I had that change, too, in college. It was like, well, I gotta pay for this, I gotta pay for that, and even more so now, being out of college and having apartments and cars and, and, you know, ha- you gotta go out and find a job now and you pay for your stuff, and I agree. It's, it's, having dreams, child. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah. It's really a change, I agree, and I was reading an article about, like, uh, ways to become a millionaire. And one thing that it said was, like, you know, be kind of stingy. Like, don't Mm -hmm. just buy everything just because it's right there. Because I can be like that. I'll be like, oh, I like this. It'll always be there. You know, yes. It's it's always going to be there. And I know I'm just trying to work on, yes, saving. And Mm -hmm. yes. yes, I know for me, it was a little different. Um, My parents were always save your money, save your money, save your money. Put it in this account and save your money. Mm-hmm. Don't touch it. If you put it in a savings account, don't mess with it. Yeah. Don't transfer it. Don't touch it. Smart. And I think out of me and my siblings, my little brother took that most to heart. Because if you borrowed money from my little brother, he would charge you interest on it. And it took me a while to figure out why he was doing that. Because as I got older, my parents did still give me money if I needed it. Um, if I asked, oh, I need gas money to go here to here. They were like, oh, sure, here you go. And I know one day my parents were like, um, we're not going to keep giving you money. And I was like, well, I don't have a job. Go find job. one. I was like, okay. My old opposite said, don't, they wouldn't let me. Well, my mom, my, my dad wouldn't let me get a job. I like, no. And I mean, I know in high school, yeah, that was the whole thing. No, no jobs. Focus on school. Do yeah. this. I feel like yeah, some exactly. work and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But then like it was yeah. like when you shift to college, it's like, okay, well, now you're a grown up. Mm. So go ahead and get that job. I know my first two years, I struggled with getting work study from UAB. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I gave up, man. I, 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 I didn't want to give it to me. And pushed yeah. and pushed. <laughs> and finally, I got it like my sophomore year. Yeah. And that's when my parents were like, okay, well, you have a job now. Um, I know I went to visit my grandmother and normally she would hand us like $5 bills or something. And I walked in the house and she's like, oh, you're not getting any money. You got a job now. I was like, okay. She's like, I still love you, but you're earning something on your own now. You don't have to get it from me. You're still here. (laughs) You're still here to help. Bless me. Bless me. That job ain't a million dollars. Yeah, money on top of money is all nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, abundance. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I definitely see that because, like, you know, definitely growing up, like, I didn't, I didn't touch money like for real at all. Like, every now and then, I might be lucky to get twenty dollars, like, from my dad. Mm-hmm. But like, and you know, but we weren't allowed to work. You know what I'm saying? Because we had to focus on school. You know how it is. So like, transition to college where like I have to work. It was just like you know, I have people that were working since when they were young, so they or they could adjust and just like do it quicker. But I was like, man, this this job stuff different. You know what I'm saying? Different. But. In college, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Like, yes. it's just grind by any means. So, like, 
it's like that's why I like the importance of like financial literacy and like why it's like it's not really it's like why so many people so many people grow up like not really understand the, like the the concept of it and why it's not taught more because like when I went to college I took you know I, I was a marketing major and um, I was in the business school so like we have to take a finance class so it teaches you the foundations of finance and like how you know how money works a lot of people don't take in a how uh, a class like that or yeah, like so it's like why is it not Required because you know, you uh, colleges make you take all these other classes that don't really apply to anything, but a finance class is a practical thing, everyone could yeah, learn that's true. from. So, like, why is that not taught more versus like all this history they said we need to know, which is irrelevant now because we don't even use it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? All that kind of stuff. So, like, I think as a I think like not just a business requirement, it, everyone should have a finance class at least once, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I agree, that goes into just like how, um. <clears throat> I don't know if you remember, but like in middle school, we did taxes and stuff like that. Yeah. We did a whole tax project. Like in yep. elementary school, they had a whole project. Like our fifth grade, like in project was like, you got to uh, go buy a house, have kids, all this kind of stuff and make a budget for like your whole life, this yeah. future fantasy yeah. life or whatever mm-hmm. that we knew nothing about. We was just doing little clippings and like, oh, this house look cute. It's like a $100,000. Let me get that. Yeah. Uh, let me get this. Like, it was just stupid. Like, why are we doing this now? And then mm-hmm. later on, we're not doing anything to come back to that. Mm-hmm. We like, <clears throat> aren't learning about checks and all that kind of stuff because we were learning about balancing checkbooks and stuff. Like, it was just like, I, I get it. Introduce it. Mm-hmm. But if you're not reiterating this one, it's important. Like in high school, they don't really stick to the whole college <laughs> thing until like senior year. And it's like, well, it's too late now. I done messed up. I'm not as prepared as I would have been. Right. Like, yeah. Said, yeah, you, you, yeah. you got to know what it is. I didn't get that. So <laughs> I yeah, agree. Exactly. Yeah. I've, um, like as far as like going into schools, I volunteer with an organization called Junior Achievement. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've heard and um, they do a lot of financial education, like a, a a lot of different things, and it's um, multiple grades. So like they yes. do like they have lessons for like the smaller kids too, on up to like ninth grade, tenth grade, and it's very interesting. It's all like credit and debit and loans yeah, and debt. It's a yeah, it's a lot of good interesting things, and I think. They're kind of trying to reinforce what y'all were talking about. Like, come back and do it again. Like, right. don't just teach it at this point. Right. But come back. It's like, and... don't just make it a project yeah. for us to just get through and do it. Yeah. That's, how, that's how we're going to treat it. it. Right, yeah. right. Because, I mean, like, yep. yes, we're very malleable at that age to be able to grasp that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you're not teaching it as a, like, this is, like, how to build on it. Just the same with civics and we don't learn, like, about voting and all that kind of stuff. For real, for real. Yeah. You know, and, like, actually get into the different, like, things that we as citizens can do and what we should actually be looking into mm-hmm. and how to get into that kind of stuff. But, child, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the whole education system and I could go there. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like, but I definitely remember, like, in um, high school, we had a budget project. Mm-hmm. They give you, like, $10,000 or whatever. I forgot the amount. And, like, you have to go through all these, this, um, sp- um, these expenses and, like, basically a life that you have to go through, like, mm-hmm. spending. And then the end, like how if you had if you're left with more money, you like basically it means you did better. Mm-hmm. And I believe I, I passed, I got an A, but like I just remember that project being so stressful and like all nighters and <laughs> I did, I just it was just something it was just something I had to get through, but I didn't really understand it. I was just like, yeah. but I'm, I, they introduced it, but it was just a project. That was it. So yeah. I had to learn budgeting, other stuff on my own, mm-hmm. and it's such an important thing to pick up. I don't know, like 
the best way to do that at that age when you're not really introduced to it, you know, or shown yeah. how to do it. Yeah. I know um, when I first was at UAB, one of my second jobs, I worked with Gear Up, the Gear Up program, mm-hmm. oh, okay. um, through uh, a woman called uh, Stephanie Yates. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a financial professor in the School of Business. Um, and they were teaching financial education to, to students, but the one drawback was they followed those students and instead of staying in that one school, it was you started with the seventh graders and moved on with them when they moved to the eighth grade and then to the ninth and yeah. so on and so forth. And I mean, that's great because those same students get the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again. But then what happens to the other students who right. also need that you're not following them as well? Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like it because they did go over like money matters. Um, oh, yeah, we gave them like these fake uh, dollar bills, like basically monopoly money. Yeah. And just explain to them, hey, well, these are stocks. These are what stocks do. And I thought that was really cool. I was yeah. like, okay, well, when I was younger, I didn't really care about stocks. I was like, yeah, oh, that's no. cool. Nike has a ticker symbol. I don't know what that is going around the school of business. But now I can at least somebody. look at it and say, okay, I know that symbol stands for Nike. Nike is up maybe $20. Um, I mean, I can't explain it to other people. Like, <laughs> I just yes. know. General, okay, yes, more than the rest of us. Yes, Look, and I think that's that's really eventually. Yeah, I know. Um, now I'm a part of this uh, society called the Stocks and Stiletto Society. It's a, a financial literacy um, investment group for women. Um, and a lot of the women are like, "Oh, well, I just opened stocks for my child," and I'm like. Oh my goodness. I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> and I was like, I don't have a child, but I'm like, that would have been really cool to Perfect. have as a yeah. kid. Yeah. Like, you have this stock in your name and it's just building and building and building. So, when you turn 18, your parent would give it to you and you're like, okay, well, I have all this money. I'm like, don't go spend it all in one place. Yeah. But you can either invest it in other things or you can turn around and say, okay, I don't want it anymore. I'll just leave it alone. Yeah. It'll just grow. keep building yeah. on itself. Um, I know there's a men's group called MVP Moneymakers mm. um, that was started this year um, as like a supplement to the women's group. Mm. Um, and I was like, this is just really cool because I don't know anything about stocks. Yeah. I sit in this group and I literally watch these women talk about, oh, well, I just bought stock in Amazon. And I'm like, how are you guys doing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, what am I doing wrong that I don't understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cool thing about that is um, the woman who started it, Cassandra Cummings, she does a 21-day uh, stock challenge every every six months or so um, just to give everybody that understanding, oh, this is what a ticker symbol is, this is how you look at the margins between. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool. I was like, okay. I'm understanding it a little bit. I don't understand the full scope of it, but mm-hmm. it at least helps me to see this is where this is going. And maybe when I go jump into stocks, I can actually understand if some financial advisor comes to me and says, oh, well, we're going to sell your stock. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do I it. was reading this and I know this and you can't, mm-hmm. you can't pull one over. Yeah. 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 It gives you a foundation, something to go off of. Cause yes. yeah, I was definitely unfamiliar at first, but I definitely follow stock daily. And, you know, it's it's like it really does 
it really can't seem like something foreign to like you know like it just is just like what is this what are all these things yeah. going on yeah, I'm so close I, to yeah that. you're like oh f- colors yeah. you know what is this um, <laughs> oh, exactly but that like but like you said like have being able to like uh you know put aside a stocks for your kids like that that's something that would be yeah. so dope because i remember like i saw i don't know if it was on social media it was like a post someone was like this is the best gift i could ever receive they opened up like a little box and they had put like a it, it basically it basically said like this is a one stock to it was like all this stock in Nike that her dad had been saving for her for her birthday. he gave to her for her birthday I was like wow that is that, you know what I'm saying yeah. Nike stock forget, forget. of course I love Nike and like I had wearing Nike but like yeah. stock in Nike that's like right. a whole other level you know what I'm yeah. saying so like that's what you should aspire to but that but like that really does lead right into like um the, you know uh, generational wealth yes. and generating wealth. it and the root of that is financial literacy. So how this all connects is, you know, we're, you know, we're not educated enough on financial literacy and, um, the stock that, you know, you can, um, that you can like give your children, like that is like a gift that, you know, you, that's like, that's priceless. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. like an investment in their life and a whole, it's way bigger than just Nike. You know what I'm saying? Them up, you yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's just, what, basically if you just have an account for them or something like, uh, financially putting money aside from them, it's the same thing, but it's like so much more. You like you said, you can invest in so many other things. Yes. So it's, it's a lot of depth and yeah, that's, you know, a major problem with like us being able to get into from that childhood to adulthood stages mm-hmm. because like if yeah. our parents haven't, you know, been able to practice like good yeah. behavior with money and stuff like that. Not been because able. of their, yeah. you know, just because yeah. of their like circumstances and stuff mm-hmm. like that, then being able to teach it to their children is kind of foreign to them. Yeah, yeah. So, you're gonna go like you're gonna follow a similar cycle, right? Yeah, it's just gonna be like, well, I don't really know what I'm going off you. <laughs> what what to do with this yeah. besides yeah. spend it where I need to and where I want to? Yeah. And it's like a launching pad. Like if your parents have money and if they have all these resources, then you're kind of offered different opportunities. Like you, you can do more. It's you funded. Can, Everything's exactly, funded. It's funded. <laughs> like you can go to that college. You you can go and do these different you can things. Travel there. Exactly. Yeah. But if your parents don't have as much money, you may not be able. Not saying that you can't. But it's a little hard to reach right. those equal opportunities that people with money. I'm, I'm a hand speaker. That people with, <laughs> that people with money do have, you know. Rex. So it's it's really. I mean, we all know black people. We're already all in starting in the back. Yep. We're already start the race all the way in the in the back of the race. So it's like when we do get some generational wealth and when we do learn those those money saving techniques mm-hmm. and are able to give our children something a nest egg like go go out like the like you were talking about with his daughter go out and take this money and do with it you yeah. know but we, we all of us just aren't able to do that yeah we're just not able to do that yeah you ain't got it you, if you don't have it, what can you do what you can, can just you grind do? and you know that's all we know how to do right. but like yeah of course we're like the goal is like we need to over time make sure we're retaining the income we're making like all these like you know like there was a the grammys pre-brunch with like diddy was in the room mm-hmm. kept uh Kevin Hart, <laughs> Jay Z, Beyonce, like all of them were like in that room, like all that wealth yeah, and just like two Jay Z and and um and um Diddy, that's two two billion right yeah. there. So yeah. I'm like, you know what I'm saying, like all this wealth. So I'm, I'm just like, I just hope that you know it's, they're able to like, of course, save that to like use for generations to come. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the goal. That's why we're making this money. Cause like, I mean, we're being honest. Like they're making the white man's money. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what that's what you're doing, but you have to. It's what you do with it afterwards. Cause like we need to. They they have. They're the source. So obviously we have to. We we need to our craft 
is dependent on is, uh, how it gets how we get paid is dependent on them. Oh, yeah. But um, we gotta use that to our advantage once we get it. Yeah. Instead of sending it right back out, you know. Oh like, yeah. I got money. Boom. I'm balling. Boom. Here you go. Like if you balling, right don't, don't you wanna invest in you? Yeah. Right. Keep Make it. Make sure that you stay balling. Yeah. Because yeah, yes. that's the thing. People work and they have like a lot of times like you had this job for years, but you have nothing to show for it. Mm. Like don't you wanna have like if you've been working for like 20 years, you need to have something to show yeah, you work for 20 years. Like you shouldn't still be. Yeah. I know it's a process, of course, but mm-hmm. like in general, if you, like you shouldn't, no one. No, we're trying to get past the pay it to paycheck oh, living, yeah. and I know that happens yes. gradually. Like, you know, everybody has a different time with that, but like it's no one likes that. Let it be soon, though. Please, <laughs> like please, <laughs> we, we trust we trust all your time and all your blessings. Like. We're right on time, but like yes, that that generational wealth is like the key and. Like like you said, like all like all the classes she listed, everything like you, you can definitely you can YouTube, you can definitely Google financial like literacy, just understanding money movement, the economy, mm-hmm. like micro and macro, just like understanding like how things work as a whole. Cause like it's it's dev- like the resources are definitely out there. Um, it's best to it's best to like um, start a budget yourself, like tr- your be- the best you can. Like you basically, you know, you get you get. I'm just thinking of times <laughs> when I've done budgets, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, really, like you know what I'm saying? Like this, it's so hard to do yeah. these days. It's like I want to put money aside. I, I gotta know, get, this, gotta like, get this. Once you get to the point where you gotta scrape for something, you like, man, forget that I had to put this yeah. aside. Yeah, yeah. But it's, exactly. it's, it's, it is a good thing to do. I agree. Yeah. It is. It, yeah. My dad's made me sit down and like do a budget, and I'm like, oh, no, I don't. But it's like it, looking at it and like then going back and looking at what you actually spend. Like it, it is interesting. Like you yes, can see where definitely. you spend all your money. Breakdowns on, on. I mean, I don't want to look no, at that. Look, I know. I know. Sixty percent of mine is gonna say food. So yeah, like, that's not good. That's I mean, and it's upsetting it sometimes because you're like, I didn't really spend that much. You lying? Yeah, no, me, you're like, you nah, did. Bro, I, really, I really did spend but that you much. Did. <laughs> I did. You went to brunch. I don't feel that money. Where that? I really spent eleven dollars. That meal gone. That's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, like the 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 summary. Of course, I want to like make sure be known in this episode is like you know like of course with the generational wealth like the, the only solution is to save 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 like that's all oh, yeah. that's all you can do. You have to save save save. save. Yeah. That, so like I definitely have like some saving tips like saving apps that I recommend everyone should have. These are shaking the damn table approved apps. <laughs> the David approved apps. But these are apps I've had for a long time. Um, the first app I'm gonna have I'm uh, um let y'all know about is Digit. It is a app that work has it uses an algorithm that works in the background and it analyzes your expenses, your when you when the money enters your account, when it leaves your account, your spending habits. And before y'all and before y'all, I know that sound weird, but it's FDIC approved. Mm-hmm. I've had it for I've been I've been I've had the app for two and a half years. Um, it does now charge a, a two nine nine monthly fee. But when I first got it, it was—I mean, it was free. But like you know, as a business grows, you know, you guys—if you're gonna—if you're gonna ride with the business, you gotta support them. So like, yeah. I, I paid two ninety nine, but it's so much worth it because like, it takes out—it takes money out of your account. Like it's—it's it's like not even noticeable. It makes yeah. sure it's like something that doesn't like, you know, throw you off. Yeah. But if you—if it knows you have more money in your account, you just got paid. It—it it can take—it takes a little more, but it's like you don't even think about it. So you get—you get this pot that's saving in the background. Mm-hmm. But you can—you can set the savings for it. You can set like how aggressively it saves for you. You can add money to it when you want. You can take money out. It takes money to business day, or up to three to five business days. Like, but it'll, it um it takes money out for you. So like, digit I definitely recommend. I've had it for two and a half years, 
and it, it's definitely a, it can it can be a rainy day fund it can be a credit card paying off fund any debt fund spending money trip fund you know what i'm saying like you can use it for whatever you want so like highly recommended that that's my first one definitely okay. download it um the next one is acorns Yes. And yes, that is a that's an app. Like these are all apps that like me and my my homeboy. Shout out to all of them. We all like one. If one, I know Gary. Shout out Gary. He definitely uh, posted the digit app for us to download ever in 2016. And I, I downloaded it. So like shout out him for that. So we I, I definitely yes. was put on. So I'm trying to put yes. back on. Um, Acorns. It's like a. It's definitely um a saving, but it's also um an investment app as well. So like it basically um takes these things called roundups, which is the whole it, it, it rounds up the whole dollar for whatever you spend so like if you spend um 150 somewhere at like a coffee shop something like that it takes out 50 cents without you knowing and it puts it in account so like think about how many times you swipe all that roundup change over time you know what i'm saying i've had to app for about a year and a half now probably two years like it's just changing even think about it. I, I, I got i got like um almost like 450 roundups you know what i'm saying this is over like a year and a half you know you swipe your card that much which yeah, is crazy you know what i'm saying so like but it also the, the <laughs> unfortunately we swipe our cars a lot exactly but it it takes so it takes that change and it invests it for you that's the cool thing about it. so like this is a kind of a way for you to get into stock um when you don't but it, it kind of chooses um a portfolio for you so it take you can choose to be conservative moderate or aggressive which means it's going to invest aggressively into businesses or you can be if you're like not really you know, into taking like you don't want you don't want to risk too. You know, you kind of want to just like try it, but not really. You know, because mm -hmm. we broke. Exactly, exactly. It can do conservative, <laughs> a conservative portfolio, so it invests for you, but it won't be like you know anything drastic. It's a or anything. safer option, yes. like yeah. bonds and exactly. things like that. So you're exactly. not investing in the Nike stock that's gonna bounce up. Exactly, exactly. The more, the more. That. That's the that's the warning. The more aggressive you are, of course, you're gonna see more fluctuation. Because obviously, I have a pot in there. I have like I have money in there, but sometimes the amount will be lower than what I what, what I've invested. That's honest. I mean, I understand, but like you gotta trust. Like when it comes to like the market, you know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna change sometimes. But like where there is a uh, where there is big reward, there's also the same you know the yeah. same risk for loss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's just general life, for real. Yeah, so, now that's hey, life lessons there. Yeah, yeah so you yeah. might as well try to you know double it up that's as much as you can. <laughs> you know, definitely. <laughs> Um, so I recommend that one. It uh, it's a really good background app. I call these background apps apps you won't really have to check, but like you you'll be saving. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So keep them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's so the goal. I put on like the last page of my. Uh, you don't want to see it. You funny about hmm, how much in there? Like, yeah, keep that out of sight, out of my apps. Yeah, right. That's how it works. That's how yeah. it works. And um, uh, the next app I have is called Capital, but it's with a Q. Um, so spell capital, but yeah, just replace the first letter with Q. It's, it's like the word place kind of, <laughs> that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but this app, I recently got it and it was a very, it's a very unique, it's a very colorful app. Um, same thing. It's like, you can deposit money into it. it um, you can set up a thing where it takes money out, um, um, like your, your change and all that. But it, it, the, the unique thing on that app, it has, um, these things called rules. You can set different rules that you follow. Like there's a guilty pleasure rule, which means if you actually, if you spend something on something you're trying to resist, you save something. Of some, you, you know what I'm saying? So like that's one of the rules that it'll do. If you automatically, if you say yeah, I, I spent something, I want to try. It'll um, it'll automatically just take out something for an account. I'm doing. I'm currently doing. I want to challenge myself financially. I'm doing the 52 week challenge. It's really interesting. It, it takes out a dollar every week, and then each as the week goes up, it um go. It takes out that number. 
So when you're yeah, if you're in week thirty, it's taking out thirty for that week. If you then the next week, yeah, yeah, the next week is week thirty. I mean, no, like I said, it's aggressive. Like it's don't definitely choose a rule on that app okay. that uh, works for you. But I'm I'm trying to chat myself. But like yes, by the, <laughs> by 50, 52 weeks by December, okay, it'll be yeah. taking out fifty two a week. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That for that week. Okay. Then it'll be like fifty one the week before, fifty the week before. So I'm gonna yeah. try myself. I'm gonna see where it goes. I'm I trying mean, to see how long I can last before I stop it. Yeah. But I'm trying to see so if I can make we it. We all know you're about. So like, we all know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. First of all, disclaimer. Disclaimer. I'm doing no, no. I'm not balling. I'm not balling. But um, that's the whole thing. So like, by the time you that's get to up. by the time you get to December, like you know, Christmas time, like you yeah. should have about Ooh, around. Man, well, you that's what I'm saying. October stop. Hey, hey, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to let people know that do it, do it, um, whatever, like for how longer, for however long is like comfortable for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna try myself, but I know I'm, I'm, when it gets to 40s, I'm like, oh, hold on, now. 41, 42, 43. Like think about it. That's a lot of money, like yeah. in a month to take it out. But like, you can stop at any time. Um, it'll be perfect holiday because like if you last till December, you'll have over thirteen hundred. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's literally hey. a fund for gifts. You don't have. It's like I, my whole thing about saving. It just gives you a cushion. It's a, it's for a later date. It's for a rainy day. So like the point is to have something to fall back on. So I, you wouldn't even have to worry because you know like when Christmas come up, you're like, oh, I'm, what am I gonna spend? What am I gonna spend? But uh, where do I get it from? But like that's gonna be taken care of. And you started that work yeah. in January. You know what I'm saying? You started that work wow. earlier. That's the whole point. So I'm so what I'm trying to do with that. I'm in week seven. So. Okay. Wish me luck, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just gonna keep. I'm just okay. not. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna like Put let it, it be. On the last page. Yeah. I'm gonna let it be in the background then yeah. until yeah. I feel like I start noticing it. Then I'm gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? But like, right. hey, I'm gonna challenge myself. I think I can do it. Okay. Yeah. I, I may join you on this. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm just thinking. Stop it. Whenever. I feel like I'd have to be like, okay, it's thirty dollars. Okay, what? How much money do I got? Don't spend that thirty dollars. Okay. After thirty weeks, think about thirty weeks going up to thirty. That's that's straight. That's yeah, gonna that's be good. a good way, a place to stop. I mean. Okay. Yeah. Most definitely. Um. And. Yeah. <laughs> you said maybe. <laughs> hey, these are just optional, but yeah. I would highly recommend them. Um, so that way you have like different pools and different places, different yeah. apps. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, um, and the next one, like I know that credit is something that a lot of people like. I know, especially yeah. this age now, we kind of have to be a little more mindful of it. But like, I really didn't even think about it for the last 24 years of my life, to be honest. I mean, I was just like, I hope it's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, you kind of have. I mean, like they for certain things that like, you kind of do need to know it. So like, I, I mean, credit karma. Sure, everybody has an app, but if you don't, I highly recommend you have it. It's just the easiest way to check. It's just the best credit app. Yeah. Might hurt honestly. Your it hurts your feelings. <laughs> yeah, when you uh, when you uh, yes. re- when you reconsolidate your student loan and your credit scores are oh, fifty yeah. points, but oh, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just mm. it's definitely it's definitely something to good that's good to monitor yes. and yeah, you know definitely. having a credit card with it too kind of helps yeah. uh, you know regulate it. So definitely recommend having the app. That's a good app to have, um, you know and. For like people who are like definitely trying to get more into stocks, I recommend Robinhood. If you, I mean, you can do the portfolio thing in Acorns, but Robinhood is a good is a good stock app. You just download into it. I mean, you can um you can deposit into it directly, and then the money deposit in there, you can like invest in it, whatever company you want to. Mm-hmm. So you have to obviously have enough for that company's share. But yeah. um, when you get to it, it, you can just choose it. First of all, you start and you choose your favorite company, so you only see those. So I, obviously, I got Nike. I got Apple, I got Amazon, I got all the companies I use. Mm-hmm. And then like when if I have like twenty dollars in there and their Hibbit Sports is on there, shout out Hibbit Sports, you know, that's the that's the work. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, when I when I go on there, I look for like it I look to see if it's at a good amount. Like if I have like ten dollars in there and there's a stock for like six, I'm like, okay, let me just buy six dollar six, six shares six dollar shares of um 
you know, whichever company applies to, you know what I'm saying? And it's a portfolio, so, you know, it goes up and down. It goes up and down, so you have to... It's uh, It goes up and down, so, you know, you have to um, make sure you're, you're, um, you're following that and not, you know, be in there. Um, mm-hmm. And the, so those are the, the five apps you should definitely have. Um, and, I have to, of course, I have to wrap things up and let you know the, the whole... The best thing to do in this, um, you have to make sure, is, like, tithing. I don't know how everyone feels about that, but make sure you give the Lord his and give back to... Um, you know, give the Lord his his share. You know what I'm saying? Because like, he will bless you. Those who refresh others will be refreshed themselves. So yes. you know, <laughs> she said, Whoa. you know what I'm saying? So like the table with this the year, yes. this year, refresh others yes, and refresh yourself. Amen. That's all you gotta do. Um, of course, I gotta leave with this is my quote. Uh, quote me on it. Hey, stack your bread, but don't let it go to your head. 